uh, not buckling down on these things or knowing what type of investor you are, you uh, you fall subject to you can fall subject to what's called um, shiny object syndrome. You know, so like, oh, I heard about short term rentals. Oh, I want to go do that. I heard about medium term rentals. Oh, I want to go do that. I heard about long term rentals. Oh, let me go do that. Oh, heard about this market, that market, this market. It's like you really want to zero in. I'm not saying you can't have multiple strategies or that you can't invest in multiple markets, but for each specific purchase, you need to know what it is you're trying to accomplish with that property purchase. Welcome to Uncommon State of Mind, where we debate different ways to leverage your next investment to create time freedom and generational wealth in order to live that uncommon life. But in order to do that, you must be uncommon. My name is Joey, a.k.a. Mr. J. Mays. Hey, and I'm Adam Ladaldu, also known as AD, the Fly Realtor. Awesome. So we've been knocking out this series, ladies and gents, um, on how to purchase your you know, your first multifamily investment. And we're pretty much just going down step by step on how to do that. Okay, we did our first step, which I'll go ahead and let you uh, tell them. Yeah, step one was uh, find your agent or deal finder. Step two was secure financing. And today we're on step three, which is begin that property search, oh. which is going to take crystal clear criteria to do so. So let's jump right into that. Oh, all right. So we've already established that you have an agent. We've already established the financing, as you said. Right. Now we're like, okay, um, this is my first investment, and I, I really want to make sure I'm getting into the right property. So what uh, should we do or what questions should we ask ourselves to make sure that we're getting into the right property? So first step in this would be define your investment goals. So that means you really have to start to get an idea of, why is it that you're investing? You know, are you investing just to invest? Are you investing because you want to eventually quit your job? Are you investing because you found that maybe putting money in real estate is better than putting it in a bank account? What are your goals and why are you investing? First, we need to isolate that. Uh, if you go back to the first step, find your agent, uh, that was part of that phase also. But here's where we really start to buckle down on our goals and what it is we're looking for in our first investment. Yeah, so I'm going to piggyback off of that because, like, I in order to really find the right investment uh, for you, and this is something that I learned myself, you have to determine what type of investor that you are. Like, death, death. am I the person who really wants to be hands-on in this investment? Exactly. You know what I mean? Wants to, like, dig into all of the, the, the nuances of this? Or... Do I want to take a step back and kind of just let my, my money work for me and just chill? And just right. Check? Exactly. No, for real. Um, And within that, you have to think about, okay, am I looking for a long-term rental income? Am I looking for a short-term gains? Even with that, it goes back to what Joey just said, like what kind of investor are you? Are you someone who you're looking for a situation where you can um, set proper things in place and you have more of a hands-off experience? Or are you looking for what could turn into another job where you're in the hustle and bustle day in and day out? Because answering those questions and being honest with yourself will lead you to what kind of investor you are and give you a better idea of what kind of investment decisions you should be making. And honestly, this is a super, super important step because this right here was is going to build the foundation of what, you know, why you're investing and what you're investing in. You can always refer back 
to the type of investor you are and the exact property that's going to help you uh, become that investor. And if you don't do this step, you're going to really just be chasing investments that, you know, don't right. really fit the type of person that, or the type of investor that you are. Or you can, uh, to piggyback off that, uh, not buckling down on these things or knowing what type of investor you are, you uh, you fall subject to, you can fall subject to what's called um, shiny object syndrome. You know, so like, oh, I heard about short-term rentals. Oh, I want to go do that. I heard about medium-term rentals. Oh, I want to go do that. I heard about long-term rentals. Oh, let me go do that. Oh, heard about this market, that market, this market. It's like, you really want to zero in. I'm not saying you can't have multiple strategies or that you can't invest in multiple markets, but for each specific purchase, you need to know what it is you're trying to accomplish with that property purchase. You know what I mean? So um, a lot of times people get into a situation where they heard somebody else say something and they heard the enthusiasm that person had and it sounded good, but that person has a completely different temperament or a completely different idea of how to live their life or their day-to-day than you do. And you can get yourself into an investment that it might not be as uh, satisfactory for you. So, like, just be sure about that. Be clear about it, you know. And it's not to say that if you do make a mistake or you invest in something, you realize, oh, maybe that's not me. It doesn't mean you're stuck to that, you know. Like, in the future, it might not be right away, but eventually in the future, you are able to pivot away from that decision. But still, like, it's just better to be very clear from the jump. Exactly. Having a clear a clear definition of what you want for yourself. You could always measure all these other opportunities to what you want for yourself. And if they don't align with what you have for yourself or the investor that you are, then you know, like, okay, this sounds amazing. This sounds cool, but it's not for me right now. Right. This is what right. I have to go ahead and stick. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Like last thing before we move on that you have to be able to hear somebody else doing something dope in their field and not being so quick to jump and change strategy. So like you're the more you listen to podcasts or listen to audiobooks or like get in touch or contact with successful people, you're gonna hear all types of things that sound good all the time. And you like some of them might be things you can pick up, but most of them aren't things that you should pivot from. You need to be able to focus, you know, on a centralized idea or topic. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like <laughs> yeah. I just feel like I had to preach a little bit. But, you know, like I see it all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, to a degree, I used to fall subject to that. Like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. It's like maybe you can, but not all at once. Right. You know. But um, number two, that's gonna be research the market. So um, if you have that agent or deal finder, a lot of that they're gonna be able to help you with. But again, there is a certain amount of research you want to do on your own, you know, so check that market. You know, you want to see what the local real estate like market updates are. You know, what are the real estate trends currently? What are the rental demands, whether it's long term or short term rentals? You know, understanding those uh, market conditions, that's what really helps you make an informed decision when you decide to put in the offer and eventually uh, make that purchase. You know, so it's just especially important, you know, to no, hear that. And to be honest with you, we've said this in our other uh, sections as well. Research it's going to keep coming up. It's going to keep coming up. So important to do your own due diligence and not just rely on what somebody has told you. 
You know what I mean? Especially if they're looking to, you know, capitalize off of working with you, you need to make sure that you know um, the information, uh, whether it be about that market or be about that specific property to then make informed decisions for yourself and judge the information that you've learned for yourself against any other person in that industry or maybe your agent's information. That way, you know that you're coming to a solid conclusion before you move on. Right. Def. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Uh, moving on to number three, this is going to be analyze potential returns. So whether that means calculate potential cash flow, uh, cap rates, return on investment, return on equity, which is something a lot of people don't talk about, that kind of analysis is really going to help you uh, identify the properties that would be best suited for your goals. So, um, so this is in conjunction with understanding what you're investing for or what your investment goals are. So if you're looking to house hack, maybe ideally you're not necessarily looking for a return on investment right away, or maybe you're not looking for a cash flow or a cash on cash return. You're probably looking for somebody to take out a big chunk of your mortgage payment. So go ahead and can you give me just a really brief, short definition of house hack? So house hacking, uh, this works best in a multifamily. You can do it in a single family or a condo as well. But house hacking is pretty much uh, purchasing a property and then having tenants come in to pay either all or a portion of your mortgage. Uh, this is like in uh, low cost areas or places where you can have a low mortgage. You might have an opportunity for them to pay all of your mortgage in a high cost area, L.A., the Bay. Miami, Dallas, Chicago, you know, all these big cities, uh, it might be a little harder to get somebody to pay all of your mortgage. But if standard rent is going to be twenty five hundred, three thousand, and you can get you can get it to a situation where you're paying a thousand, fifteen hundred a month, that's a win. Not to mention you own the property and you still get the tax benefits. So, I mean, that's a win. So that's a small little uh, we haven't talked about house hacking that much, huh? Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll have another episode. Yeah, but house, house hacking, I really believe, is probably one of the best ways to begin your real estate career. I real real estate investing career. But um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on it just so that like just for that specific term, so that anybody who's watching this can have a, like a small yeah yeah idea yeah no for real because um it's dope it's dope it's a like just what it says like hacking. It's a real hack. It's an investment hack. It's a life hack. It's a financial hack. It's just beneficial for you. Um, moving on to number four, that's going to be network with professionals. So again, if you have an agent or deal finder, this is going to partially be on them, but it is something you can do a little bit yourself. You can join real estate meetups. You can uh, join um, a real estate investors association. You know, you can get into circles or bubbles where people are talking about real estate investing. You know, you can come across deals, come across, you know, strategies, come across um, areas in town that are most ideal. So these are all things that can happen just from like being in the right room. So, you know, you want to be talking to the right people on a regular basis, or you want your agent to be in these circles or, you know, talking to the right people. Like really, uh, every agent should be doing this. Most of them aren't. I promise you most of them aren't. <laughs> But really, like the ones who are dedicated and committed, they are like they're staying up to date. They're making sure that they're like in contact with people who have deals. 
get deals. They are looking at deals all the time. This is something you want to be doing because, you know, networking with the right professional, you can accidentally fall into a good deal. You know what I mean? Like you can just be hitting someone up to say hi and it's a good deal. So, I mean, you never know. Like it's really you feel like uh, what I've learned personally, what I've learned is like if I really want to get into uh, something that I know is going to be beneficial for me. I, did, I make a decision like, okay, I need to make sure I brainwash myself with it. And, and I tell people this, like, you need to brainwash yourself into with the information that you need to know in order to delve in to whatever uh, hobby or profession or investment that you're going to uh, go ahead and pursue. Like, you need to constantly be bombarded with that information uh, to the point where it just comes out of you naturally because this is all that you hear. When you do that, you're preparing yourself to really understand the market and really uh, be in the right position and take the right steps in getting further into whether it be that goal or, and I do this with working out, like I'll watch a whole bunch of different workout videos and and listen to a lot of different like workout podcasts because then I'm always in the gear of like, okay, I you know, during this time, I want to go ahead and knock out some pushups here. With, with with investments with with anything you need to make sure that you're really engulfing yourself in this information uh so that you can really like uh be successful in it me personally that's how i do it anyway no for real um honestly i i didn't even like mean to take it here but like what joey said just reminded me you know there's this term that i've said a lot which is like the power of proximity and you know being in like a specific proximity to somebody doing something that you want to do that can encourage you, you know, like that'll boost you up. If you're in a circle of friends and everybody like have like, they're all like, Oh, I got five properties. I got 10 properties. Oh, I got 15. Like that's going to make you want to level up. And it's not even right. It's like, especially when you get to the point where you see like, well, what's the difference between this dude and me? Like, right. He's a smart guy, but he's not, he's not Einstein. I'm just as smart as him. Why can't I do it? You know what I mean? Like, Stuff like that, like networking, like making friends with the right people, you're going to see that's another hack, actually, to, you know, really to, uh, self-develop. And, you know, Joey and I were big on self-development, but it's, a, it's, really, it's really ideal. Like, that's one of the reasons why we've been friends for 30-plus years. Because, like, at every stage, like, we change and we grow, and each of us are changing and growing. You know what I mean? I've had friends who fell off over the years. Not because I was trying to not talk to them, but because who I became didn't agree with who they became or or who they stayed as, which is a whole nother yeah. whole nother podcast. But yeah. Oh, but no, that's and that's what and when I was in an investment group, it was, it was one of our pillars of wealth. It was relationships. The rise like being around those like minded uh, people, because then you understand when you're when it's just you and you're trying to achieve a specific goal. You you really don't see like uh, the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Right, right. There, pretty much like, how is this possible? Like, how are people able to do this? And it can be very discouraging, especially if you get stuck somewhere. Right. You're like, man, like, how 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 am I supposed to move forward? But when you're around like-minded individuals who have been there before, right? Like, who have obtained the success that you have, or or not that you have, but the success that you're aspiring to, you're like, oh, so not only can I can I ask them questions about this, but I see that they have conquered this hurdle. Right, right, exactly. So if I see that they have, and this person has, and this person has, I can definitely do I can do it. Man, that's so true. Like, it's crazy because, um, you know, at this point I've been married for like five and a half years-ish. 
And, um, you know, we're getting to that point where, like, we, we have more experience. You know, people don't just look at us as, like, oh, newlyweds or newcomers to the marriage game. Right. But, like, I hear couples and some of the stuff that they're mad about, and, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, dude, that's that's a Tuesday. Like, you need to relax, bro. Let that go. You, you know what I'm Right, exactly, exactly. So, but I'm not, like, I say that to say, like, that when you talk to people who've been there and they've done that, they can even help you realize that you're not crazy, you're not tripping, and nothing's wrong with you for having made that mistake or to be going through what you're going through. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like you said, relationships, those are so valuable. Networking with the right people, so valuable. So when you find those people who uh, can add value to you and you have ways that maybe you can add value to them, keep them in your circle because they're going to help keep you sharp along your journey. Um, Number five, that's going to be conduct thorough due diligence. So uh, ideally, you're like, again, back to this, your agent is going to have to do this, the first round of this, but it is incumbent on you to ask the right questions. You know what I mean? Hopefully, ideally, your agent already has the answers to your questions when you ask them. But even if not, like, go get the answer, you know what I mean? Or you go get the answer yourself. So here I put, before finalizing your purchase, perform a comprehensive inspection of the property. Review financial records and verify all relevant legalities. So, um, I I mean, most of that is pretty straightforward. Uh, relevant legalities, that's going to go more so into the type of rental you're doing or what your strategy is, and then if it's okay in that city, county, or area. So, uh, long-term rentals, that's usually fine everywhere, but once you get into the short-term or mid-term rental space, it's it's something where you're going to have to know what's going on. It's huge. Um, honestly, the first thing that you want to do, especially if you're deciding that your strategy is going to be for short-term rentals, is to figure out the ordinances around uh, short-term rentals in that location. Right. Some locations will forbid it. Some locations will allow it with specific licenses. Uh, so you need to make sure you understand what that location is. Uh, and some of them just were like, okay, we don't care. Just do what you do what you want to do. Just make sure that we get paid during tax season. Right. So um, you want to make sure you understand uh, the laws, the local laws in the area. If you're going to go do this in the short-term rental route or the short-term rental space, uh, what those are so that way you don't run into any issues uh, moving forward. On top of that, if you're going to do this within uh, the short-term rental space, you also want to check out the best performing short-term rentals in the area and what type of clientele um, that short-term rental is possibly pulling in. Like, is this a, a popular uh, vacation destination? Is this a place for uh, business professionals uh, and they come to, you know, stay while they're uh, conducting business? Uh, and on top of that, uh, check out the most um, common amenities for that short-term rental like is it a pool that people are really concerned about is it is it um wi-fi very fast wi-fi uh a gym you're gonna understand what's bringing people in and why people are booking specific properties consistently that way you can jump on the ball early and instantly once your short-term rental is up you can start um participating in that success as well right right um that reminds me of a uh, tony robinson from he's from the bigger pocket circle but uh, he invests heavily in short-term rentals, but he says he only buys in vacation destinations because he knows that 
the likelihood of rules and laws staying the same and allowing for short-term rentals are, you know, the likelihood of that is very high because that's how that city makes a lot of their income. So it's like, that's just something to think about, whether it is a vacation destination or whether it's, um, you know, professionals coming to work, like you need to think about what is the likelihood of laws turning around on me? Because if you own the property, then you just own it. And if that strategy is now null and void, that means even trying to sell the property might be harder because now the end buyer doesn't have that same strategy available to them. Exactly. It's awesome. It's, and, and to understand, also understanding the pros and cons of each um, strategy is very important. Like what Tony Robinson's strategy was, I really like that as well. Me personally, I deal more with uh, corporate travelers. Um, and the reason being is because no matter what uh, season it is, or if, you know, travel tends to dip uh, when it comes to like vacation destinations, um, people I know that to go to work travelers yeah corporate travelers still need to work and they still need a place to stay while they're out um, conducting business um, so understand your strategy um, understand your avatar and uh, and the persona that you kind of want to model uh, that's actually coming to your place and you know pretty much just understand the strategy we'll just keep it <laughs> no but um, those are the five I have uh, there are some other things we can squeeze in there, but those are the things I really want to touch on for that property search. So just a quick recap, define your investment goals, research the market, analyze potential returns, network with professionals, and then conduct thorough due diligence. So these five things I I do believe can help lead you to a successful investment. Uh, not a, No investment is for sure. But once you do all of these things, I think you do have a higher likelihood of a successful outcome. Hey, guys, getting into your first investment could be scary. But when you know where your funds are coming from, it really helps take off a little bit of that stress. Of course, you can do loans. Uh, you can go borrow money from banks. But one of the most powerful and underutilized sources is business credit, guys, especially when you're paying at a zero percent for the first year or 13, 14 months. Um, check out the link below. Uh, I have a connection with Funding Grow, who's helped me fund over $400,000 of my deals <laughs> or, or um, investments. Um, and they are an awesome, awesome resource with a 60-day money-back guarantee if it can't provide you results. So check out that link below and um, check out Funding Grow, guys. Yeah, and if you're looking to buy property in Southern California, check down below in the notes as well. Uh, I'm able to hook you up. I'll help you out. Even if you're not an investor, I can help you buy property with an investor's mindset. All right. And what else? Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. You know, leave us a comment, leave us a rating. It's going to help us out. And then it gives us an opportunity to reach more people and get the message out. And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Um, AD is going to go ahead and bring us the B for today. All right, guys. The B for today is be prepared. So, just like what we've discussed the whole episode, whether you have an agent or not, do your research, all right? Ask the right questions. Don't just uh, take whatever you see or whatever you hear for face value, you know? Dig deep into the numbers, dig deep into the to the statistics, because you're, this is your investment. It's your baby. So if you mishandle it, that's on you. You can't blame anyone else. Okay. So be prepared. There you go.
Be prepared, be you, and be uncommon. Stay up, guys. Uncommon State of Mind was hosted by my best friend, Joey, and myself, A.D., Two guys who started at the back of the queue in real estate, and now we want to give back by showing others the way to get in through the front door. Feeling inspired and looking to get your investment portfolio up and running so you can join the party in style? Hit us up at info at uncommonestateofmind.com and we can start talking. If you enjoy the show, please spread the word and show some love in the ratings so we could climb those charts together. Until next time, be uncommon.